All right, let's jump in to All Star then. Uh, who's seen? Have y'all seen these or have y'all not seen? I saw, saw a little bit this morning finally. <laughs> Looked at it. I was two, for me, at least two Suns, two Clippers, and two, uh, two Suns, two Clippers, and it just felt like a lot. I didn't think I was getting both of those. I thought we was getting. There's two Timberwolves, too? Yeah, I expected two Timberwolves. Um, just because I figured towns. Are, yeah, they had the higher yeah. rate. Yeah. It was just, I was, I was surprised to see two Clippers. Um, I get it. I definitely get it. And I guess Booker, Booker's been hooping lately, so I got it. But yeah, any, y'all, y'all see it in front of you. Any thoughts? That's what I say. It's just funny. You probably start that uh, way. Cause probably wait, just a, oh, go ahead. Can you, uh, can you just hit like on that tweet for me real quick so I can pull it up on my phone? Yep. <laughs> got you. Uh, go ahead, yeah. What are you saying? Uh, or yeah, just by the way you started, just with the twos, I guess. Or yeah, two Suns, two Clippers, two Lakers, and two Timberwolves, Timberwolves, and zero Sacramento yeah. Kings, man. That's the worst way to explain it. It's not that every player in those duos doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. have a legitimate shot or deserve to be there, but it's that all of them are there. And neither Sabonis or Fox is on this list. It's kind of crazy. It feels it feels wild that I could I thought at least one was a lock. There's the numbers are too good to not have one of them on this team. Uh, it, it's it's a choice, man. Paul George is have. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's confusing. I, I, I don't lie. It's a weird year for this shit. I feel like mm-hmm. probably probably why the voting system, this new voting system, probably I don't know. Say. Things ever feel like they're working well, but mm-hmm. like I don't know how you even like yeah figure this shit out with the Western Conference, but like just try to divvy this up amongst the fans, coaches, like yeah amongst the the groups mm-hmm. that we have because ask anybody, man, I don't know. It's like yeah, who who do you even take off for? I think my brain goes Paul George, but I don't even know like talent. Like, my brain's looking at Towns and Paul George like they don't have to be here, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know still like yeah. The Timberwolves are weird though, because I feel like I don't know how impactful is Rudy compared to those two. Yeah, so I mean they're really good on defense, and that's everything. That's that's the toss up where like Towns has the traditional All Star numbers to get that yeah. spot as the second best. Where you could probably argue Rudy might be actually more important just because of how good the team's been on defense, but. Mm-hmm. It's a tough balance too. It's like Towns. Towns has been really good, and Towns is really important for making the offense work. Like Towns is really important for making it so Rudy Gobert can be on the court, like just even kind of type yeah. thing on the offensive end. So it's an interesting one. Um, I guess that I might explain those two though. I think Towns and Paul George. Why they the names that bother me because it seems like yeah. When I look at their teams, I guess Rudy and and. It's the, the yeah, I guess the trio, the, the trio being so strong of Rudy and Gobert, and then the, even I would say with the way the the Clippers went with Harden, just kind of how been the best team in the league since December. But and Harden's playing really good basketball. It seems like just why when Kawhi's locked in, and not many players in the NBA at all on his level. So just those two, I think specifically, feel comfortable kind of sliding them off the list because I know they're a part of something. Like even though rewarding winning. You know, I think rewarding winning, but it even seems like maybe not rewarding winning and taking away a Paul George one. But I think the balance is, yeah, no, De'Aaron and Sabonis are leading a team even. Or, yeah, I'm saying the West is, yeah, it's funny this year, I guess, to see how the layers and levels of this shit works. 
four there's four top teams in the West that kind of all keep jumping around in different spots, and it's just you know, two of them got two players and two of them got one player, and I don't think Jamal Murray should have been on the team, but I did have yeah. I did have J Dub in in Paul George's spot on my on mine. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's let's say more interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of interesting uh, conversation. Jalen Williams from uh, OKC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like uh, oh. Six from the field and like forty-five from three. It's in, it doesn't make any sense. I was like, um, I didn't like I couldn't even ask this question until now. I wouldn't have actually thought about it before. But who better uh, between Chet Holmgren and Carl Anthony Towns? That's a good question. That is a very Cause, good question. Because I felt like I ain't gonna lie, it felt pretty obvious. If you asked me a week ago, the answer I would have said was gonna be Chet. It wasn't gonna be Cat. Like I think yeah. if you asked me one, two weeks into the season, I would be like, it's Chet. And then ever since then, I don't know, if, even as well as Cat played, I don't know if it changed my mind because Cat, like the literal thing that Cat was supposed to be better than every big man at Chet is kind of the next evolu- being the next evolution off of that. Yeah. And he looked like Rudy Gobert, young Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> he's the common. If we're talking about the the Towns or Gobert issue, and it's like, oh, there's a team that's won just as many games that has kind of the combo of the two, though he's not in the likes crazy, just what. Because you're a rookie, he's like he's not as good at either one as them quite yet. I would say, but also he's getting real close, um, real yeah. soon. And the combination is like, yeah, that's an interesting choice. Um, I didn't even really give Chet much of a consideration, but now that you say it, compared with that comparison, see, you're saying I really I remember because yeah, when you brought up J Dub, I think off pod, I think that was where my mind kind of went was like them being them being the team that I think I can look towards the three all-stars from because it's not about the numbers like the big box score numbers are like Towns and Paul George maybe being getting the fan Paul George maybe getting a fan vote Towns having Towns having the numbers and stuff like that but okay C being the one for me that I'm looking at like yeah that's that's the team with three all-star level talents when I watch them play like that's that's who it most feels like I guess on probably consistently throughout the season most consistently throughout the season you know I say, boo, give me Wimby. Man, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was a he was an interesting one. If he, I think I was saying, if he, his second half of the season is going to be an all star season, like just based on what he's been, like what we're about to see, I think he would have been. Like if he, how I think he's going to finish this season based on what the last, since they started playing him at center, essentially has been, like that dude's an all star, like right now. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, so yeah. that's the other thing. I feel like me and Dan talking about. It's just, he's crazy because it's just, they're gonna he's gonna be too good next year. That's just he's gonna be a problem. Like this is the one year of them being bad, but he's gonna be too good for it not to like it's already starting to happen. They're playing guys close already. He put thirty he put thirty three on and beat the day and beat dropped seventy one. It's just just he's he's coming, man. It's something scary. Uh do we have any thoughts on these feel like it kind of all worked out do y'all have picks who do y'all want to replace it seems like randall and Embiid are probably gonna be injury scratches so there's two more spots to open up at least over there let me see this oh, i don't this even know just I feel, I feel like i've struggled to get to this many players in the first place um because i think trey young might actually be the next logical person to put in the mix yeah. oh yeah no i think it might be trey young which is, which is, is a good way to, say, to tell you about the state of the East. Jalen Brunson should have started over Dame, by the way. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, how'd that happen? Dame started. Or Donovan Mitchell. I think I picked Donovan Mitchell over Dame, but either one I feel like should have started over Dame. 
I think it's just because they have the record, I guess, and because he's Dame. I'm about to say, like, almost when it, like, oh, now you get to feel like what it's like to not be in this. Dame's lost out on so many all-star situations because he was in the same side as Harden and uh, Steph, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. he gets to be on the other end for once in his life. While Steph has to, it's crazy to think that Damian Lillard is a starter in the all-star game and Steph Curry is not. But that's what happens when you go east. Julius Randle's here. He's been hooping. Or the number Yes. Yeah, no, that was surprising. No, that was surprising until I read it, and like I did, I was surprised when somebody said it, and then I went to go look at the numbers. It's like he's like at twenty six and like ten, damn near, or like. With oh, five. he just be doing that shit out of nowhere. He do, he do like be doing just, that. I've been trying to pay attention to him, and it's just I don't know. He kind of just. Yeah, he's got some. Not he, even he, a bad thing. He'll take that second fiddle yeah. role, kind of just Brunson a lot. I feel like, yeah. and just be like a sixteen, eighteen. His, he, uh, he was a uh, player, but yeah. he does this. 24, yeah, 24.9.25 assists a game. Oh, Julius, Julius Randle and Carl Anthony Towns are shooting the same amount of threes, even though Julius Randle shooting 31% and Carl Anthony Towns are shooting like 43%. It's so annoying. But go ahead. Now Julius isn't. I don't understand why Towns doesn't shoot nine threes a game. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Julius with the Knicks, though. It's like, here, I'll say it. The story with Julius and Nick stuff, like, yeah, he just has these really good stretches. Like, he has really, re- like, really good stretches on this team, like, over the last three seasons. But, yeah, was it – is it three – have they made the playoffs twice or three times? It's twice. But it's two – it's two really bad series. Like, it's two really – like, it's yeah, two series that are, yeah, like, he's, yeah. like, not, like – like, it's – yeah, like – Makes you kind of that makes you think almost like Towns, like where it makes you think like ah, how close can you be towards the the best version that we do see you of you during the regular season? How close can you get to this guy during the playoffs? And that, that's probably the thing with Julius, where it's like even when he does start playing well or gets into his bag, it's kind of like oh yeah, what is this gonna look like when the game slows down and you're playing against playing against uh, you know, Milwaukee, yeah. Cleveland in the playoffs even. See y'all point because I just he, he worked Cleveland. Everybody he might have played well versus Cleveland or kind yeah. of yeah. I think he was been fine in the wins. He struggled in the losses. I think that that Hawks series that was the one that I think he probably he might have been playing yeah. hurt though. Uh, so the first six games of this season, he's averaging thirteen point seven points a game on twenty seven percent from the field. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, but he has this stretch. He has this stretch. It's what you guys are saying. I'll see if I can find where it starts. Actually, it's kind of wild to look at. It's just 34 ends. Let's say it ends right here where he's 29. He had a stretch of 13 games this season, 13 games in a row, 29.2 points per game, nine rebounds, three and a half assists, shooting 54% from the field. It's just, I don't, yeah, he has those moments, man. It's kind of crazy. But still, this conference, man, is. <laughs> you might That's make, go back. Yeah. It's it's still I, that's the two names though I'm looking at because I know both of them be hooping when they be hooping and, and it's hard for me to actually mm-hmm. buy in at all at any of this point anymore. But Jalen Jalen Brown and uh, Julius Randle is looking at I feel like they really embody what it means to be an Eastern Conference All Star yeah. when I look at this list and kind of the difference in the two conferences. It's just like yeah, yeah I don't think they the sniffing it on the other side, man. Two guys that had to be on it too. They're probably the first two kind of picks from the reserves, honestly. Besides like Tyrese, because of the point guard thing, Tyrese and Jalen. 
Um, That's what I said. Paolo, I don't Paolo's been really good, but him getting there this no, early even so is kind of crazy. Of like, I've, like that's like Franz is. I think Franz I've is close. Paolo. As <laughs> I've loved Paolo this year, and I didn't have him. Like Paolo's, Paolo's been one of my favorite guys to watch this year, and I did not have him. I had, I had, oh, yeah. I, I gave it to Kristaps instead. Honestly, yeah, that was the other name I heard. Yeah, saying Kristaps over, yeah, Jalen or Paolo, mm-hmm. or yeah, but uh yeah, that it's the East is funny, man. This is. Interesting, but yeah, Trey probably Trey. I think yeah, Trey's probably the guy that probably gets uh, one of the spots. You imagine, yeah. Let's see who grabs the other way. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, yeah, no, some interesting. Any other thoughts? Anyone else snub? I think the Kings guys. The West is just tough. There's a lot of names as I was just going through it. Like yeah, just J Dub. I feel like definitely both the Kings guys I feel like there was some or there was other guys too it's just it's hard to make the decisions because it's like I understand the Booker thing those dudes got themselves up to like the four or to the five seed pretty easily he's been hooping hooping recently. oh yeah no I get that one too but it just feels like not enough spots yeah so yeah all, the list makes sense with like every five factor and how all the voting balances out like I say the only thing that I look at that doesn't make sense about it is I think Paul that doesn't make the most sense to me is Paul George and Carl Towns. At least that's just mm-hmm. not that they don't belong there, but at least I think there's players that are just on their level or maybe even a little more deserving of the spot. So deserving of maybe the spot, but yeah, all goes to show you just kind of how deep this West is that I think there is. Yeah. Those other 10 guys, like, I don't know how you argue any of them off. Yeah. No, just the locks. Yeah. There's a, the Lakers have it too, though. Like, it is crazy, yeah. but you also just can't. Cause ah man, I was like, the Lakers get the two, we get the one. It's like even though all, it's like, yeah, it's it makes sense, especially yeah, especially you factor in fan voting. It's like yeah, nah, it's like no doubt, of, no doubt that they're getting. Yeah, the Lakers yeah. are getting both, and the Warriors are getting the one. And it's just yeah. especially because LeBron's the voter, and AD is the one that's definitely like you couldn't you just couldn't look past Anthony Davis' season. Either one of which is crazy that these dudes aren't that good because both of these dudes are how the team isn't that good because both of these dudes are just having actually really good seasons yes yeah. like, uh, they have two all-star level players and they they, they they can't get out uh past the nine seed it's kind of crazy the west is tough man the west is tough and even little stuff like Kyrie, like Kyrie plays five more games he has a pretty good big argument too like there's just not enough players and not enough spots man uh this is funny the eastern conferences you said what and you throw away these conferences. Yeah, yep. that might be the answer. Pit best, what is it, 24? How much players? How much players make the team? 24, yeah. That's 24 players, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Giannis, Joel. I thought I was going to say more names. Maybe Tyrese, but even then the West Garth. No, Tyrese. Are those the only three? Or Tatum? Those are the only four locks that would make it in that situation? That would make it, uh. I mean, if it is, that's just what it is. No, I'm saying that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. To your point, it's just yeah, like the yeah. Nope, that's yeah, that's it. Only three players. Only three players on this team. <laughs> three players on the team that have a chance. I love Tyrese Halliburton, but I think after Giannis, Joel, and oh yeah, yeah, Giannis, Tatum, Joel, Tyrese, Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Giannis, Joel. I even say like, Tyrese is not. Ooh. Take off Paul hey. George and Carl Towns. League and assists, man. 
don't know. But put him in the actual Western yeah. Conference. His record's not hasn't been that great. I was like, yeah, no, he's he'd be fighting where Stephen LeBron is fighting, putting up big numbers too. I don't see him being like a five. He'd be the well, ten yeah, seed, averaging saying, 25, 20 and eleven. I think we're not saying but, put him to the West as much though, as much as just yeah, just if you just your, swap, yeah. yeah, or just not even swap, just like if or we're just, just yeah. picking, or if there's 20, no, yeah, if we're picking twenty four best, and I think that's an interesting yeah. one. That's the thing. The guard West guards is loaded. Um, Cause it's like, yeah, Luca, Shea, definitely over him. Ant, Ant's the interesting question. Who do you go with between Ant and Tyrese if you had to pick one? Ant. That's Ant. That's three. Steph makes four, and you got two wild cards. But yeah, you know, he might not get in because no other guards got in, or Booker got in. Who you take over him? But I probably take him over Booker. He's the one, I guess. He's yeah, he is the one, I guess. That's right. Yeah, just, yeah. he's the yeah. It's yeah, Giannis, Giannis and B Tatum are the locks, and Tyrese is yeah. Tyrese is Probably the only other player, I guess. Spot, yeah, the other yeah. the other guard in the guard, I guess the only guard, only other player. See, I see him. Yeah, it's he fits as top six if he's you take yeah the six best. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six best guards or five or six Harden, of the best guards. Harden, Harden got a better claim than a lot of people on this Eastern Conference list. Yes, well, also, I'll say it's it. funny. I feel like Harden and Siakam are like in a word. I feel like they neither of them kind of got a legit. I wonder. I wondered if Siakam got affected by the trade, or I like I'm not paying enough attention to the East. So I'm just seeing the same. Nah, he wasn't. People were saying even before the trade, Scotty was the guy. I think they were talking Scotty was about uh, from yeah. the yeah from the East this year. They kind of that's who they've been playing through. Um, but yeah, man, no, it's wild. It's uh, anything to see them balance again. You see what the future holds. Uh, Wait, who are the biggest, see, see biggest the snubs of the West besides Fox and Sabonis? Oh, that's what, what I was going to say. I'm gonna, I have a feeling LeBron and Steph are going to be tied to the hip, much like uh, not like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant were, but I do want to see. In their I own way. See, I can see the LeBron joke. LeBron's going to try to take Steph as a <laughs> starter. I can see that being the first thing. LeBron's going to do a joke at the start of the whole bit. He's going to try to take Steph as a starter just to like, yeah, I see your greatness. I know you're the blah, 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 whatever. But um, I, guess, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I feel like I feel like we talked about it with the Olympics maybe off mic of just how much this next Olympics is going to be big recruiting season for the next all the next super teams are going to get going down yeah. the line. Um, but I feel like this game also has a Beginning. little bit of that. Yeah. Feel like the Luca recruitment too. Feel like just uh, yeah, some guys are hitting those spots. It's going to be time for these. I don't know if Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilgeous Alexander, and Luca Doncic are playing for these teams their whole career. You know, yeah. Interesting to see where this is. Where, yeah, the, the foundation gets laid. That's how you know the East. And this is a shout out to them. The Knicks really have made it, man. Because like the Knicks got two All Stars, and they should have two All Stars. Knicks are just remember what the Knicks were for so much of us watching the Knicks for the last like two decades. Like just besides the mellow run, it's just they're a real basketball team now. This is this is what's sad. They're it's like thirteen. they like thirteen to three in January. Go ahead. They're good. This this is his man. They they're doing everything right, man. It's just the East, man. It's hard for me not to laugh. This. The Knicks and the Celtics right now are both funny as hell, I guess. They both just seem like they made it to these places. And like, y'all ain't going nowhere, man. <laughs> Neither the Celtics they made it all the way there. Nice, like, nice part for yeah, the, the East is the East right now. The Celtics have a really fucking good – have one of their best teams. You know, mm-hmm. they figured it out. They got the superstar, everything. And they can't stop being one or two seed every year. And they can't stop getting better. But I don't know where it's going to go. And I don't know how I really even compare Tatum and – the Celtics to the top talent every year, going year by year, and then yeah, the Knicks, like I said, they 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 doing it. They broke, yeah. they breaking all their curses. 
figuring it out and it just all to me i feel like what really That's actually a... at the end of the day it's like a 47 48 win team oh, maybe yeah. a little less than that in the west but it's it's fun that's it's, it's two in the east it's two all-stars it's, and yeah, three playoff appearances and three playoff appearances the nice thing the knicks have the subjects are kind of mired in this like we can't they believe too strongly in that main two so they keep trying to run it back probably thinking to change the things around it to make it happen the knicks are at least in a place where it's like as soon as as soon as the star is ready to take them to that next level, Julius Randle is going to be traded for that guy in a heartbeat, and it's going to all it's going to all come together. Um, it's going to be the right guy. Trade for Zion. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't know how about, it's going to yeah. go. That's the thing. They said no to Donovan Mitchell like three times. So I think they're they got you know there's some vision here. I don't know who it is. Bridges isn't good enough, but Bridges is the one that makes the most sense just because of the the connection. Yeah. Oh, um, Bridges y'all see white Dante? Y'all see white Dante hit like nine threes the other day? Oh Shit. really? Yeah. Mm. Sorry, what do you say about Bridges though? They got a funny team. Uh, Bridges College just team. had higher expectations. Yeah. I mean, I guess they had the if it came Thomas dude came out of nowhere. Yeah. Still, just, I just uh, want them to not suck. It doesn't seem like they they don't have to suck, and it just seems like they suck. Like they have yeah, their moments. They just don't they know just, what the hell they're doing. I yeah. think over there, like yeah, which I mean, a Jacques Vaughn coach team. I hate to say it, I thought he was turning it around a little bit, but it seems like yeah, might be how it goes. Yeah, I kind of want Bridges to be free, but also he seems like too valuable for them to trade. I kind of want to see him somewhere else because that whole. But, yeah, kind of the Jordan. I don't know. I kind of was expecting him to make him not a superstar leap, but kind of more like, all right, man, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I wanted him. I, I had him and Tyrese on my record. I feel like Tyrese yeah, did his shit. Yeah, yeah. Bridges kind of just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, whoa, what? We didn't get to talk about uh, hmm. Bucks. Bucks coach. Doc, oh, Doc's here. Doc being Doc on the dirty macking. Um, I think. Hey, have they? What's the rate? I feel like they lost at least two of their first three games since he got there. I don't know if it's continued that bad. Yeah, they lost. They gave up a thirteen point lead the first game. Uh, <laughs> is this? Uh, oh no, he was up. Alabama said his first time back in the East. I forgot he was still so arguing yeah, Philly. The Sixers. Yeah. Um. Wait. This is this one? is <laughs> okay. Did they beat the Pelicans. Did he coach that game? <laughs> No, I don't think he coached that. Yeah, so they haven't won with him yet. They lost to that was the funniest one, just for Dame to go back to Portland. I think that that was quote unquote the last game of uh, yeah. of the rivalry weekend week two because they're doing that BS of Kevin Durant goes to play the Nets and Dame Lillard goes to play the Blazers and then they lost. They lost. That's just it's they just lost to the Blazers. Port- they lost to the Wait, Blazers. Yep. They blew the lead. Yeah, blew the lead. Lost. Closed <laughs> out by what Anthony. Yeah, Anthony put up thir- put up twenty four. It's just because okay, offense is getting better, and the East has always been a defensive <laughs> conference. But now you have the thing is they're better at offense now because the overall talent is better at offense now, so the East looks better. But really, what's happening is Milwaukee's nowhere near the disciplined defense that they used to be. I don't even know what the Boston Celtics are anymore, but they keep kind of going towards more of a 2K team, I feel like. Oh, they shoot so many threes. It's crazy that they've essentially turned themselves into a bud team. And And then then the Pacers got Tyrese out here playing real West Coast basketball, playing playing West Coast. Like, really, I feel like bringing the Nash, bringing all the Nash and stuff that the Western Conference got almost 20 years ago now he's bringing it full force i guess over this side guy that, guy that coached dirk to a championship so cycling the same coaches just uh well no yeah doc doc is uh that's i heard uh 
because so who was it? So is uh Boston's the one seed? Yeah, got you. But Mazzola said because Mazzola coached the All Star game last, last year, year, he can't coach it again this year. So that means <laughs> Milwaukee's two, then Doc gets to just literally coach the All. Like Doc, he might not even win it. It'd be crazy if he don't win no games. If he just literally comes in because this is the date, I think whatever the date marker yeah, is, and they're no. gonna decide. Like they he just walks into. Oh, that's hilarious. Also, they should also maybe they should just let Adrian Griffin coach the All Star team too. That shit would be hilarious. Like, hey, give that my nigga his shit, man. <laughs> And be, I mean, Mike McClung, Mike McClung's in the dunk contest, so, you know, why not? Why not? Um, hey, I didn't realize the Knicks are the, Knicks are the three seed. Six, I didn't realize the Sixers fell off. That's rough. Um, <laughs> Knicks, are only a, Knicks are only a half game back of, of the Bucks. Doc's about to be passed up by Thibs. This is hilarious. I haven't looked at the East Enders in a minute. I used to be scared of the Bucks, man. I used to think they were like the big mysterious <laughs> next great team. I thought this was like Giannis is one of the greatest defenders ever. This is turning into something that is just now like the Knicks are about to pass them. Like they were never supposed to get this close to where we were after they won the championship. Like, yo, yeah. what's supposed to, you know, this this yeah. This this conference used to feel like a defensive powerhouse, man. And I, even like not too long ago, it felt still kind of like that. And I feel like it's it's that's the change part. Probably why the Knicks and I think Knicks and Tibbs are eating. Why the Knicks are cool because it's cool about the Knicks and Pacers are really cool right now. That's probably the coolest part of the Eastern Conference is the way the Pacers are playing and how effective it is. And then that the Knicks are just like yeah, taking the old school style. I feel like meshing it with the new era and just putting it perfectly perfectly together to eat on. Yeah, be right there with hopefully I think just give Milwaukee, Philly, and a Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston a, a great, a, a good run for their money. Two two things off that. Uh, hey, just to your point about how the East is the East. Miami lost like seven games in a row, and they're still they won two in a row after that recently, and they're still only a half game out of getting out the play in. Just they lost. Just it sh- there should be more consequences for losing seven straight basketball games. But on the other end. Um, you're saying the Pacers. It's fine. Miami, all they need. Miami need March and April with this conference. All they need. There's something else I was going to go with. That. But, yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's still probably right there for them to hop back in. Oh, that was my question. It was a question for you guys. Are you guys worried that this whole uh, part of his Tyrese has kind of not been playing much and it seemed like he was trying to maybe even play hurt when he was out there? But, y'all, y'all worried about this fit? They haven't really won many games since Pascal's been there. In the one game they won, Pascal worked in the game they won, but I don't think Tyrese played. Yeah, I, I think I just, they're going. They're going to need some time. Uh, I don't. I don't want Tyrese to be forcing himself to play if he's not yeah, ready. But I can also see him wanting to get the yeah, it's start to get the chemistry down early. But you got to let Pascal just work for now, find his way, and then come back and find where you fit from there. But like that's probably the better way to go about it. Would have been a better way to go about it. But. And it's and it's funny because I think definitely he wants to get out there with them. But part of it's just because the new rule they have where you can only miss a certain amount oh, yeah. of games to get all NBA. It's just he's kind of he's one of those. He's at 13, I think. So he's only got like four more games he can miss actually type shit. So I think that was a part of it. But it's like this nigga came back probably too soon because he was trying to make sure he caught that shit. And there's a nigga kind of feel like he stopped playing a game like two games after that again. So. Yeah, it's an interesting little rule, man. I feel like if it was for MVP, it'd make a little more sense, but or just for MVP, but for all NBA, it's uh, 
a lot of guys trying to force some games out here right now. Like even Joel, Joel probably should not have been playing that game against the Dude. Warriors when JK fell on his leg. Um, but it was just yeah, he only had like two more games he can miss all season if he wants to win MVP. Which is so tough. If a player, if a player only plays like start thinking of like just a workaround. So yeah. if they just wanted to play half the game, that still kind of the game played, or like, where yeah, people like... people are interested to see if we're going to get to that point and what how the NBA is going to react if somebody just like plays the first quarter the or like just the quarter, jump yeah. ball, like LeBron's out there for the jump ball of a game and then he doesn't play again yeah. the rest of the game. Like what mm-hmm. what happens after that? What happens there? So we're see, I don't know. So they've seemed to be really cracking down on shit like this year for like they really want niggas out there playing. Um, <laughs> And to their credit, man, I don't know if they did it or if it's just, like, good timing. Kawhi Leonard's been playing fucking basketball, so maybe they're on to something. But, uh, I say, see, see, though, I feel like how this could – yeah, I want to see where this goes. I feel like this could backfire or just kind of could – this yeah, the, the incentive thing or the, the 65 attached to incentives thing could kind of go away just to see how the web could get complicated. And just – yeah, I'm saying, like, I feel like, yeah, even we're seeing kind of Tyrese kind of be – even. Kind of crazy that Tyrese probably being that player because I feel like he's been kind of talking, been in and talking to the media the last couple of years a lot and like finding his voice as a or while still in the league. Uh, but yeah, he's probably the last person that at least the NBA side of it. Like, yeah, he's gonna be able to probably advocate and explain the detail of why, like, or he's he's it's processing and to understand the detail a, of why, like, yeah, and the money is like, yeah, it's he's, a fuck he's probably, ton of money because that's super that's yeah. super max for him because like yeah, already, exactly. they already agreed to the super max, so it's kind of yeah. just like ah, man. yeah, so I feel like if I yeah, it's like I feel like he's the perfect like CJ McCollum type player to like mm-hmm. un, like if CJ McCollum was that type going through the situation and he was a max super max whatever level player, like he would be able to like. Mm-hmm. In the next three, four years of growing up in the NBA, and be able to look back or even in real time, probably explain like, "Yo, we need to get rid of this shit," or like, "Yo, this shit doesn't make any sense." Or we need to make this shit better for the players. Like, how do we make this shit? How do we make this shit make more sense for the players? Because as a player, there's more than more than a couple of us who this doesn't make sense. And yeah, it's like Tyree's gonna know. Like, Joel just got hurt trying to play. Like, no, yeah, like, yeah, it's like. So that's yeah, I want to see yeah, where this goes. Like, how the players advocate for themselves. I feel like, yeah. Tyrese and Joel, both probably two vocal players who can talk about it. Probably will talk about talk about this at in the off season, in this in this season and in the off season. So, but I was say the overall though was uh, I was really talking about this, the Indiana trade. I think I wanted to say the trades with Miami get uh, Rozier. Is that the other one? Yep, yep. Miami got Rozier, mm-hmm. and he's. He, I'm saying you said they. I've been on kind of losing streak since he got there. Or was um, it start? No, nah, it was in the middle of it. Middle, of middle yeah, thing. yeah. It seems like they're probably turning it around. They just, you know, they're doing the Miami and that, thing. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Was just so like Miami, like just made the move, and I feel like the quick flip was that. Yeah, it would make sense. They kind of hold back. I feel like Harry seems like one of those guys that fits perfectly in with Miami. But I always remember this is Miami. Like that's a culture shock for anybody who goes yeah, there at first. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's gonna take time, but then it's gonna look really well, and they play their best basketball post all-star break usually so see them them coming together and i like them i like them getting terry rosier that like the move indiana on the other side though i feel like the pascal trade is who'd they give up was it just, just kind of the piece bruce Bar- bruce Brown. yeah and some picks probably nothing nothing picks, yeah. on the i think nothing on the player side really besides yeah, so- brown I feel like the layers seems like me and Mike had to talk about Larry Bird, but Larry Bird kind of having a tough time staying away from the uh, Indiana Pacers. He's like tried to retire and step away a lot over the last 
five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. But yo, it seems to be coming back. And I, I think I think they're the bigger picture though of like how young they've got they that Carlisle Bird, I guess, got Tyrese here to start mm-hmm. building something and realizing we're at the very beginning and like this is like remember say with Nash, like Joe Johnson and like the first iteration of the Na- the Nash Suns, like don't even remember like some of the names that were on that team kind of thing. Or I feel that a lot with this Pacers teams where it makes so much sense. Like they have all these pieces because of the way the basketball looks, like the basketball looks well and it seems like all the pieces you could talk yourself into keeping or seeing long term. But like really I don't see anybody on this team as like, yeah, somebody that I could see could be here two, three years from now because I think it's just – this team is going to look however, I guess, yeah, Rick Carlisle involves trying to build something around Halliburton, and I don't think he feels attached to anybody. But, like, I think they're just here to give the give, – give, these pieces are just here to try to craft something around Tyrese, learn what it is, and then go get the pieces, like, yeah. kind of thing. So, even so, Siakam, I feel like, just makes them per- the perfect amount of competitive over the next two years, over the next two years, but then – I feel like they're they're aiming for all right, entering Tyrese Halliburton's prime. Who are the players that's going to be around him? Like, like how much of them are already here? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, they're the long term. I guess with the trade, was like I know kind of don't know what they're looking like bigger. Don't know what the paces are going to look like bigger picture. But I feel like there could be a lot of roster change in Miami with their trade. I feel like they're going to be just fine, and they just need the back half of the season in order to figure their things out as usual. Yeah, no, yeah. it makes sense. Um, yeah, not not too not too uh, worried about Miami in the long term, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I like what you, uh, feel where you're coming from with Indiana. Um, we got anything else we need to hit? I'm trying to just quick with sorry, besides Fox and Sabonis, who are the snub, Like, who are the Western Conference snubs? Like, how many names do we have? How many legitimate names are there? Um. Oh, I mean, I that's the thing. Do. The list gets long. Like Laurie Markkinen's having a really good year, and they kind of got to the same place the oh, Lakers yeah, are Markkinen. in the standings. So I had a point where I was like, "Why isn't? Why are we not considering him?" Um, Markkinen, Chet, Chet, James might have an argument. I see a Chet or J Dub. I think one of those dudes. Yeah. At least one more. I guess not James. If Paul made it, I would have taken. I mean, I don't know because James didn't play for the start of the season. So I guess I understand giving Paul the nod there. Um, is there anybody else? Lakers, Kings, nobody from Portland, nobody from – I mean, Jamal. People might say Jamal, uh, Jamal Murray. I don't know where you stand on that one. No, I feel like those are cool. If I, yeah, the, for me, probably, yeah, Chet. Chet's a bonus. Fox has, like, three guys. So I feel like all def- definitively kind of all-star level players, but understand why there's too much. There's not enough spots for everybody kind of thing. Yeah. Alperin Sengun low-key had a slick case if you look close enough. Sengun, but that's where it gets yeah, – that's where you have You keep going with Jamal Murray, Sengun, Gobert, like a lot of guys just having yeah. really good and impactful seasons. And that's why I was just bringing it up just to try to hear the list and try to get as many names as I could to understand. Because yeah. when I look at the oh, Eastern uh, Conference Brandon, roster, I'm like – Brandon and Zion. Brandon and Zion, too. Lucy, yeah, forget that they – yeah, that team, they should be in the East. That's why. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, yeah, just want to get that full list of probably – or just get a full – more names of just who are the snubs in oh. the West to size that up with. Hey, Not hey, even the snubs Victor, in the East, but also Victor, just the... – Victor's an all-star for you if, 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 yep. if it's a, Victor, that was if a, big it's a combination. Yeah, Victor's having a really good – I mean, he's leading the league. Victor's leading the league in blocks. It's kind of crazy. 
Um, I'll say you put together a whole five, six, seven man team right there that might be better than the five, six, seven guys you get on at least the East bench. I think you compare yeah. the five, yeah. six, seven East West loves to the five, six, seven guys who made it in the East off the bench. Yeah. Like I think I might, I'm probably taking the five, six, seven that we just listed over Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell group. But yeah. yeah. Donovan's been Fox. Donovan might Honest. be the one um, that actually gets in, but yeah, the rest of those groups, uh, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Okay, last last thing to say is this guy, Steve, Steve, Steve's the real Kings fan. You know, was, was educating me last time we chopped it up. I feel like I've been pushing Sabonis Fox over Sabonis, me. but yeah, I got I got to give I, my I credit Sabonis to Sabonis, over Fox Sabonis. For my pick. Pick man, that's what I say I, I was naturally just picking Fox as I always do. Man, I, I watched Sabonis play a lot of games versus Draymond Green, so I apologize for my perspective of Sabonis. But he was, I think, yeah, just kind of telling me. I feel like how I think how good both of them are is is, is kind of crazy. How how well they work together and just how they are both. I think getting they're both getting better is what's crazy. Yeah, I'm set. Yeah, I wish man they deserve they deserved one at least. We'll see. There's not really any injury spots on the West right now. Um, hopefully it stays that way just because you don't want to see guys get hurt. But I don't think there's going to be any injury replacements, which is kind of frustrating. Because, um, okay. yeah, it would be nice to somebody to get that spot. Extra bump. Um, yeah, man. Any other any other thoughts? All-star? Any other thoughts in general before we wrap it? And with the Jordan brought up D-Lo earlier this D-Lo's going to have the next great podcast, man. He played with Kobe Bryant and LeBron James oh, on wait, opposite ends of the decade. This He's happens. got so many so stories. D-Lo you already has have a, pod? a podcast, and people didn't oh. know that he did, except for he was talking about how he was mad that he was in trade rumors on it, I think, in the last week or two. just Lakers drama's been all, all right. over the place. But I feel like a lot of I people discovered D-Lo. Like, again, you ain't the only one. I think a lot of people discovered that D-Lo had a podcast because the Lakers' dysfunction kind of made its way over there. LeBron paying millions to keep that shit on the reps, man. <laughs> Clutch Sports. Y'all don't know how much Clutch Sports keeps podcasts away from us. That's what's happening right now. Mm. Now, nah, with D-Lo, do though. Oh, yeah. This many years with LeBron, this many years with – uh, that many years with Kobe. It'd be interesting to see just the – I think you'll see how the, once they retire, too, kind of how the, the perspective changes and the way they talk about the shit. It's a whole different thing. And he but, yeah, with he, he's going to have a lot. Oh, he played with us. Oh, yep. shit. Yeah, they really, and, they, and, 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 becomes, and becomes the guy, you know. He's got that one, too. <clears throat> got a got a West face. He's got a lot of players, you know. He's been traded, traded, for, traded for Kevin he Durant. He traded for Kevin yeah, Durant. Think about, the, think about with him and Kevin, Kevin Durant. Think about when he has Kevin Kobe Durant Brian on his Brian. podcast. It's going to be such a funny conversation. Um, yeah, yeah. D-Lo got stories, man. D-Lo got to have some stories. Him and <laughs> Nick Young have a sick down at one point and just bury the hatchet. Uh, so there's a lot that can go on in the D-Lo podcast. Um, that's, a, that's, that's where they, they, whatever's after Gen Z, whatever, they're going to be laughing at it. They're like, what are y'all, like, who are these niggas? And what are they talking about? Like, what are y'all, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Nikki? Nikki is silly. Oh, man. Um, that was NBA such a funny week. Oh, man. We got, we got anything else or are we, we ready to wrap it up? We good. We good. All right, man. With that being said, you have been listening to the Garage, the official pod of the NBH Network, the official NBA pod of the NBH Network. I would like to thank my co-host for joining me tonight, 
and ask them both to please let the people know where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, underscore jbadge, TikTok, jbadge47, uh, the podcast, TikTok, MDH Network, and YouTube, jbadge Music. And you can find me, Daniel Doom Wonder, on Instagram and on TikTok. Daniel Doom Wonder. Doom and Wonder on YouTube. Hey, uh, you can find me on YouTube at Trash Mike. That's at Trash Mike. I spell Mike with a one, so that's at Trash M One K E. Um, trying to get more content out there. You can see uh, me going through and picking my all stars for both the East and the West. Uh, really breaking down each player, going through, seeing what I'm thinking. Looked at a lot. Was surprised by a lot of numbers, especially when you go through the West. My my list of almost made it for the West is about twice as long as my list of almost made it for the East, kind of based on what, just to compare what we've just been saying. But check out those videos. Uh, I'd appreciate it. Um, yeah, of course. Want to plug the show. Uh, darn it. I'm so close to doing a perfect outro, you guys. But with that, I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning into The Garage, an NBA live show and a podcast you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find the show at MBH Network on TikTok and on YouTube. We'll be back next week. But until then, remember, it all started with a basketball. Peace.